You're listening to the PMO Strategies Podcast, where PMO leaders become impact drivers. This is episode 145. Well, hey there, Impact Driver. Welcome to the PMO Strategies Podcast. I am your host, Laura Bernard. In this episode, we're going to look at one of the many biggest challenges that came up on last week's episode, episode 144, when we were looking at the results of the keyed-in PMO Outlook report. It was a report that was done based on tons of survey research, talking to PMO leaders inside organizations, and asking them what their biggest pain points were, where they were struggling, what was working well, and then compared that to some trends from prior years. So it's a really good source of state of the union of where we are with our PMOs and might even help give you a little sense of comfort that you're not alone in some of the challenges you're experiencing. And we started to explore ways that you can address some of those challenges. But this week and over the next few weeks, I'm going to take one of each of those challenges and give you a short episode that gives you some tactical steps you can take quickly to determine whether or not the challenge you're experiencing is a symptom or a root cause and what you might be able to do to create some relief as quickly as possible with those challenges. You know, improve your PMO situation, take away some of those headaches and frustration and get you on a better high impact path forward. Because as you know, That is what I love to do. Now, before we dive in, this episode is sponsored by the PMO Impact Summit. The PMO Impact Summit is fast approaching. It's in just a few weeks. It is two days, May 3rd and 4th, 2022, and it is 100% free. On day one, I am doing a PMO Health Assessment Live Workshop. You, me, and a few hours to dive deep into your PMO, look at where your challenges are, and put a good action plan in place with all kinds of solutions to the kind of challenges you might be experiencing and looking at ways that you can accelerate your impact even further. So if you want to spend a little time with me live in a hands-on workshop, that's going to be the start of the two-day event. And part of that action plan we're going to create in that workshop is your two-day agenda for the specific sessions I think you should attend to address the specific problems that you're experiencing. And then on day two, there's going to be a hands-on live experience on becoming more than a status quo PMO with our partner Keaton, who is helping us host this event. And then we will have two live Q&A panels, one on the first day and one on the second day, where you can get any and all questions you have about the sessions, content, PMOs to wrap up both days. So no matter where you are in the world listening to this, you want to make sure that you register for this event for free so that you can access the live and recorded content and get the most out of this free event. Just head over to pmoimpactsummit.com. That's pmoimpactsummit.com. Register for free now, check out the agenda, and I cannot wait to see you there. Okay, let's dive in. Now, if you have not listened to episode 144, the PMO Outlook Report, it's a fantastic episode and I highly recommend you download that episode and listen to it. You can listen to it first or you can start with this and then go back to that one. 
The content we reference in that episode is all part of this PMO Outlook report that was done by Keaton after surveying over 100 PMO leaders from organizations all around the world. And that report showed some very clear and specific trends on some of the biggest challenges PMO leaders are facing. And I'm guessing you may be struggling with some of those same challenges as well. So the episode today is going to be on the biggest challenge they reference called resource management. So we're going to look at which element of resource management was most challenging. And I'm going to give you some advice on places to look and questions to ask yourself and others to determine if what you're experiencing is really a root cause problem or a symptom of a different root cause and what you might wanna do about it in the short term to start moving things in the right direction. You can reference that PMO Outlook report right on this podcast episode's webpage. So you just go to pmostrategies.com forward slash 145. That's pmostrategies.com forward slash 145. And you can download that PMO Outlook report if you'd like to look at some of the data that came out of that report. As I'm going through this episode or later, Please don't pull it up if you're driving. (laughs) Okay, so here's what this biggest challenge resource management section of the report had to say. While resource management is a common concern for project practitioners at 43%, when asked further what area of resource management is most challenging, we learned that capacity planning tops the list with 43% of responses, followed by allocation, so that's resource allocation at 33%, utilization at 13%, skills tracking at 9%, and managing contractors at 2%. It is encouraging to see capacity planning at the top of the list, indicating a growing maturity at PMOs that have likely overcome the obstacles of the other items on the list, like managing external resources, skills tracking, and utilization. So what they're saying here in this report is, this is actually a good thing that capacity planning is your problem because you're handling a lot of those other challenges that used to be a bigger issue for PMOs, like the resource utilization, tracking resource skills, managing contractors, used to be much bigger problems and now aren't as big of a problem, which is good. Okay, so let's say that capacity planning, which was a significant number at 43%, and resource allocation, another pretty significant number as 33%, really makes up most of the people that said resource management was at the top of their list. So that's a pretty significant number. And my question to you is, how do you know if you really have a resource management problem? And you might be thinking, but Laura, it's obvious. I can't get any handle on my resources. I can't possibly plan. And we are really struggling with getting resources allocated to projects. Of course, it's a resource management problem. Well, is it really though? Are you sure that that's not just a symptom of an underlying root cause? Let's answer a few questions first. Do you have a problem where resources are getting pulled from the project that they're currently on to work on another one without any notice? Are there issues with not enough resources needed when it's time to actually start the project? Or the business leaders asked you to fire the starting gun on all of these projects and now you're scrambling to find the resources for them? Are there situations where you have resources burned out and working tons of extra hours? 
Do you have bottlenecks of specific key subject matter expert resources? And those are just a few examples, but if any of those are true, here's what I also know to be true. You probably also have a situation where each business unit has different priorities. And so one business unit that's supposed to have resources tied to their project and they're getting ready to start, and then another business unit pulls those resources for a project in their department, that's not a resource management problem. That's not a resource allocation problem. That is an alignment problem, my friend. That is not a problem because you don't know how to or don't have the right tool to or don't have the right process to allocate resources. That's a problem where you have them allocated just fine and they're being yanked off to do other things with no sense of accountability to the work that they've already agreed to do. What you have is a bunch of different business units going off in different directions, not aligned towards a set of common goals and priorities, and therefore you can't possibly allocate resources successfully or plan your capacity for a load of projects successfully. So if you have a capacity planning problem or a resource allocation problem, you probably also have the root cause, which is alignment and prioritization as problems. And I know this to be true because for the last 25 years, being a PMO leader, overseeing projects across tons of different kinds of organizations, and then having my consulting clients and students for almost a decade now with PMO strategies, which is kind of wild to believe. I've seen a few PMOs and projects. I've worked with a few business leaders and every time they thought they had a resource management problem, allocation or capacity planning, it was always because someone was ripping the rug out from underneath that PMO every time there was a shift in direction or there was a business unit that decided to reallocate those resources without being tied into the overall strategy and commitments and decisions that they were prior accountable for. And they left the PMO leader standing there looking like a fool when they were the ones that caused the problem. So if you have a capacity planning problem, ask yourself if the rug is being pulled out from under you every time you get the schedules together, you get your dashboards together, you get your resources allocated properly, and then poof, the business direction changes, or a new project gets added to the plate, or another project runs really long because they weren't really clear what they were doing in the first place. And so you can't get those resources for a million other reasons. That is most likely because you have a problem at the top, a problem with prioritization, a problem with your business leaders sticking to and committing to a plan of action. I mean, let's look at another place in this same PMO Outlook report where we talk about resource management. Now, here's what the report says. While it is not surprising that the vast majority of project practitioners would agree they do not have enough resources to meet the demand, it is somewhat encouraging to see this statistic is relatively consistent across all levels of the organization. And here's the funny part. 100% of executives 95% of PMO portfolio leaders and 86% of project managers would agree they do not have enough resources. Now let's break that down. What I just told you was that almost everyone agrees there is not enough resources to do the work. There aren't enough resources to meet the demand. Okay, 
So the report goes on to say, while resourcing in general is a very common struggle, not everything about resourcing is the same struggle. Many, 39%, report that there are just not enough people to do all the work. 29% cite certain resources are being overburdened while others are sitting on the sidelines. And 20% agree there is a skills gap. And there were a number, 12%, that reported other challenges causing resource demand gaps. So the data says that 20% lack certain specialized skills which is why 29% say that the best of their resources are overloaded, right? You don't have the right skills, and therefore the people that can do the work are the ones getting overburdened, working the long hours, having to do everything, and pick up the slack for those that don't have the skills to do that same work. All right, so this is completely valid. You don't have enough people, and you don't have enough of the right people to do the work. And yet, that same 100% of executives that said that they don't think there's enough people to do the work are the same executives overloading the plate. So my question to you is, do you have a resource management problem or do you have a 10 pounds of stuff that you're trying to shove into a five pound bag problem? And I know you're probably laughing right now, but think about it. That's what most organizations do that struggle with resource management and struggle specifically with resource allocation, keeping their utilization numbers up, keeping those people that you put on the project on the project so they can keep getting the work done. And that's usually not within the control of the project manager, the program manager, the portfolio manager, or the PMO leader. That's usually because business leaders get really excited and want to do a lot of stuff and then just assume that the resources can do it all. So this is the important job for all of you as PMO leaders, is to help them see that. Help them see you have a five-pound bag, you can't put 10 pounds of stuff in it, right? Like that's the conversations that you, as a PMO leader, need to be able to have with your business leaders. And before you start saying, yeah, but, and that yeah, but monster crawls up on your shoulder and takes over, I'm sorry, this is the job you signed up for. If you want to earn your seat at the table in your organization, if you want to be taken seriously, if you don't want to be an administrative box checker, you have to bring more to the table. You have to earn your seat there by having the tough conversations with your business leaders. And just so that you're clear, and we'll talk more about this in another episode, I'm not saying you say no. It is not your job to decide. As I tell all of my Impact Engine PMO students, you are not the decider. You are not the owner of these decisions. You do not have to say yes or no. You have to say, here are the resources we have. Put that against the work they want to do that, by the way, you made them prioritize, which we'll talk more about next week, and say, here are the resources you have paid for to do this work. This is what you can afford to do. And when they say, well, we've got to do more, you say, absolutely, we would love to. And what we'll do is we'll start that work when these resources free up from the highest priority projects. Oh, everything's number one priority? Well, then nothing's going to get done. And that's our job is to show them that. I recently was working with a client, and this happens all the time, where they have the portfolio they set out for the year of the priorities they want to do. And then 
I said, and what does it actually look like right now? This was their best case scenario. Here's when all these projects are happening. And I said, show me reality. And reality wasn't that all those projects were actually happening. Many of them that were supposed to happen in Q1, you know, quarter one of the year, hadn't even started or were behind schedule. And this is extremely common. So business leaders are thinking that that work is underway. And I told this client, you need to tell them they're being lied to. You need to tell them that that work isn't happening. Because if you cannot have honest conversations with your business leaders to say, look, I would love to see more work happening in the organization. And here's what that would take. We would need X more resources. We would need Y more focus on priorities. We would need to move things around. But you just can't make something out of nothing. No matter which mode of transportation you take, you cannot get from California to New York in five minutes flat. You just can't. So the more we're able to be honest and direct with our business leaders and say, here's what we can do based on the priorities you gave us, here's where that line is drawn, and here's what we'll put resources on next, the sooner they'll start taking you seriously. And that's the tough work of being in this role. It's hard. Not every day is easy. But you know what? It's easier to have the real conversations with your business leaders and show them. Remember, you don't have to say no. You show them what they have in front of them. Here is the work. Here is how we'll allocate the resources to this work based on order of priority. And here's the next set of projects that will happen as soon as these resources start freeing up. And so you're not ever saying no to them. You're saying absolutely. And here's when, right? So these are the kind of conversations you want to start having with your business leaders, because we're all pretending, as this report is suggesting, that this is a resource management problem. And while I'm not saying that there could never be a problem with resource needs, resource management, something that is specifically a resource management problem, it's probably more rooting from the fact that we don't have good strategic alignment, we don't have alignment across the different business units, and we are not enforcing prioritization so that we know where to focus, so that we can get the biggest bang for our buck and get the results fastest. That's what you're looking for, my friend. If you can do that, you have a much better chance of getting to the root cause problem, which is probably prioritization. And that will be the topic of next week's podcast episode. So for now, let's dig into our own organizations and figure out where are our resource problems. And if we had a strategically aligned portfolio and all of our business units humming the same tune, doing the projects that they need to be done in the order that they need to be done and sticking with that commitment and then assigning resources to that work, could our good people get that work done? And if the answer is yes, then you know the problem you really have. And now you need to start putting an action plan in place to make it so visibly obvious to your business leaders that it is undeniable. And that is where you start to get on the right path of making a bigger impact in your organization. Okay, that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed thinking a little bit differently about your resource management challenges. And don't forget to sign up for the free PMO Impact Summit. Just go to PMOImpactSummit.com. Join me for my free 
live workshop with you to assess the current state or potential state of your PMO. And then join us for tons of great sessions on all of your biggest pain points. Meet with our partner, Keyed In, who's going to walk you through how to avoid being the status quo PMO. And and join us for some really fun Impact After Hours live stream Q&A sessions to wrap up each of the two days on May 3rd and 4th, 2022. I can't wait to see you there. And if you loved what you heard in today's episode, do make sure that you hit that subscribe button and download these podcasts so that you have them with you no matter where your high impact journey takes you. Bye-bye for now. 